This is the Business English Podcast, episode 132. Reimagine your business English vocabulary today. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going? Are you thirsty today? <laughs> oh, man, I'm the worst at hydrating. I, I do not drink enough water during the day. What about you, Lindsay? <laughs> well, it's so funny. I moved to Denver, right? The West, the dry West from the East Coast a few years ago. And ever since I moved out here, everyone's constantly saying, you have to drink more water. You're dehydrated. Every ailment, even if my toe hurts, they'll tell me you're dehydrated. You should have a water bottle. <laughs> I do that to my kids, though. I have a headache. Go get a drink of water. <laughs> just not drinking enough water. You know, it's kind of, it's one of those things like, is coffee really good for you? I've seen articles lately that challenge the idea that we're all dehydrated, actually, in notable publications like the New York Times. So I think science is still kind of figuring out, are we actually dehydrated or are we just fine? I don't know. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I can always tell my skin will get super dry. Yeah. You know, and then oh. like I've heard by the time you actually feel thirsty, you that. are dehydrated. I do say that. I can, I <laughs> yeah. feel it in my, that's why it is so dry here in Denver. We're at 5,000 feet. What are you, what's your altitude in? We're almost like sea level. Oh, right you are that live, low. Right? Okay. Okay. Low. Okay. Mm -hmm. So but not too but far north. Desert. Yeah. Intense. yeah. You're in the mm -hmm. desert here. I, I, I do actually have, so I'll wake up and I never felt this on the East coast. My, my lips. I can feel how dehydrated I am in my lips. It takes me half the day to rehydrate. So I'll be drinking water all morning. So I actually do have taken that yeah. on. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely. That's good. You're, are you good about, um, do you have like a big water bottle you use yeah. all day or a small one that you look refill this, multiple times? Look at this honking thing. Oh, goodness. Let's see. <laughs> it's actually right up in your camera. That looks gigantic. <laughs> Guys, check us out on YouTube. It is here on YouTube. You'll see how much. I don't drink all this though, right? Like That's I don't. I, sometimes wow. I get to halfway. But I've had to do this now since moving out here. Otherwise, you just are. It's incredible. How many gallons does that hold? I don't know. It's I think it's a I think it's one. It's two gallons. gallons. I don't know. I don't, I'm not very good. <laughs> Looks at like 10 gallons when you put it right in the camera. <laughs> You're big. also getting your arm workout from lifting it and drinking. <laughs> all that the farmers carry, right? <laughs> yes. Looks so heavy. That's amazing. I need to get one of those. And then if I can drink half of that during the day, I would be you should. sitting pretty. If, if you just, I realize it's a life hack. If you just put it on your desk, right? You're working all day. Mm -hmm. I, I work all day. So I don't want to get up and refill my water. I just grab it and then it's easy to pour it. I don't have to yeah. refill this huge jug. It's a day so supply. Smart. Yes. So I good. think I would need a straw though to drink out of straw. <laughs> I don't think I could lift it. <laughs> it looks really heavy. No, I just pour it into the glass though. I don't oh, know. There you go. Okay. That makes sense. I'm imagining you lifting it like this. 
<laughs> You'd have to be really strong. That's oh, hilarious. that's hilarious. Oh, that's good. Okay, so guys, we had this really great question today about adding re, re before verbs. So I asked Lindsay there about refilling her water bottle, right? Do you yes. have a giant one or do you refill a little one? Yeah. Just to use one of these words, refill. Hmm. Yeah. Who knew that we could have so much fun talking about <laughs> refilling water bottles, right? Only on Allers English. <laughs> I know it's true. And here on Business English, right? This and is really interesting English. because this prefix we use all the time in Business English. So we actually received this question from an Allers English listener who I really hope is now following the Business English podcast because we're answering it here on Business English. <laughs> yeah, guys, you got to be following both shows. So if you're, if you're not, if you haven't hit follow on this show, go ahead and do that right now and then open your search bar, find All Ears English, which publishes four days a week and hit follow on that one too. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so let's go ahead and read this question. All right. Um, do you want to read it for yes. us, Lindsay? Here we go. Hello, my name is Kana. I've listened to your podcast for about two years. That's awesome, Aubrey. Yes. Longtime listener. I love it. I've enjoyed all the episodes. So thank you for the amazing stories. When the beginning of hearing your podcast, I couldn't listen to what you said because of the speed of your natural conversation. But recently, I'm enjoying your podcast with 1.2 times the speed. That is amazing. Right. I love to hear that that progress. That is so awesome. Oh my God. Your podcast has helped and trained my listening skill and translating skills. That's so great. So good. That's a win for us. Yes. Here's a question. By the way, I'm struggling to improve my IELTS score because I want to live abroad with my son someday. So IELTS Energy Podcast helps me a lot. All the tips are useful and I have two questions. Oops, we don't have a question yet. We have two no, questions. No, so yeah, right? Okay. We're not quite there yet. All so right. I love this to see that she's yes. following IELTS Energy and Allers English and hopefully now Business English. So her first question was about the IELTS exam. Yeah. I took that for IELTS. We'll answer it on IELTS Energy. So be sure to follow if you want to hear that question and the answer. Yeah. And we'll share her second question okay. here. Here's the question. There are some verbs which begin with re in English. I think the majority of these verb meanings are doing like a verb's action again. I want to say that the situation I begin doing something again by using the reverb. For example, I relearn English now after having a child. Please let me know if this is the way to use these verbs with re, if it's okay or not. I'm looking forward to the next episode. Take care of yourselves. Thanks, Kana Pranaka. Pranaka. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Thank you for the question. I loved hearing that, that at first it was almost like we speak too fast because we are speaking at our very natural native cadence. Yes. And maybe she had to slow down the speed of the podcast and now she's able to speed it up. That is amazing. Because she's improved her listening comprehension so much. I can't even believe that. That is so great. After two years, right? Steady listening four days a week, coming back to the show every morning and you can get there, guys. So be inspired by Kana. Yeah. Yes, I love that. And this is such an excellent question, right? Because you can't just add RE before any verb. So we're going to dive into the grammar of when you can, when you can't. The um, example she gave here, relearn, is an interesting one because you can say, I'm relearning this. But when we add RE, it means we're doing it over. So a native speaker would actually usually say, I'm learning English again, or I'm continuing Uh. to learn English. (laughs) because it's not really something you can totally do over again. It's something you continue to do, right? 
even if you've forgotten some of it and you are trying to improve sort of starting over, you're not really relearning it. You still remember some of it. So there's some nuance here of why we would choose that prefix re or not, right? So sometimes it really does. The meaning is not always that straightforward, just putting re in front of the verb. You have to know how the re and the verb come together and do they change the meaning. Right, Aubrey? Exactly. Yes. And it can't be added to every verb. For example, we don't, we usually just add it, like um, Kana said, to action verbs. Okay. And only when that action can be completed and then repeated. So that's where learn, you can see that we wouldn't really use it because you would never say, you know, I have completed learning this and, I'm gonna and now I can repeat learning this yeah. because learning is a process that is ongoing. Right. It's more like you've picked it back up and you're continuing. Right. You're not mm. redoing it again. So it's more, I guess, kind of maybe concrete actions with that. Exactly. Be? A concrete yeah. action that can be completed right. and then repeated. That's when you can add re. For example, fill or refill. Like right. you fill your bottle, that's a completed action. You can do it again. Right. Or uh, refill my cup after I finish one cup of water. Right. Refill exactly. my cup. Right. Or play, replay. Please replay exactly. that. I don't find myself Especially for like a, a video, like if you play a video yeah. and then it's like, oh, let me replay that. I missed something. That's right? true. I do that a lot then on we'll podcasts. Say replay. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of podcasting. I'm always out walking my dog and then maybe we meet another dog and I talk to the owner and then I find myself, I have to replay it because I haven't heard what I, exactly. what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Because that's a finished action, right? Mm-hmm. I played it once. That was finished. I can repeat it. Then we could say replay or appear. If someone appears, that's a finished, completed action. They could reappear. So there are lots of words where we add re, but it's sort of specific verbs, specific meanings when it's completed and can be repeated. Okay. So let's learn a little bit about how this works construction-wise, Aubrey. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yes. So when you add this prefix, prefix re to a base word, you are changing the definition of that word, right? To include the repetition of whatever the action is. So you have that prefix, re, re, plus the base verb, creating this new definition. Let's give okay. a few examples. Oh, so for example, calculate, this is to, we know this, it means to determine the amount of something, right? And yep. then recalculate, very common, right? This makes me think of um, back in the old days when you had your GPS in your car, it'd be like, recalculating, recalculating and she would kind of yeah. yell at you a little bit like, you got lost recalculating. It means, yeah, right. It was like um, the criticism of you took a wrong turn. Recalculating. I swear she had a tone. I think they programmed that in on purpose. She had a tone. <laughs> so true. It's a little passive aggressive. Like you clearly missed your turn. Missed your turn. Now I'm recalculating. Right, right. And now, but that's no one has it anymore. I don't think. Right. We all just use Google Maps or. Mm-hmm. Until Thank we goodness. Yeah. Yes. Separate. It never worked very well. Never worked. Never worked. So then, an example here guys would be we've recalculated this quarter's sales numbers and it turns out that we met our goal after all that's a good thing right yes right we use these all the time in business english verbs where we're adding re to say we did it again right so we initially calculated the stats and then something was wrong we needed to figure them out again so we recalculated the numbers yes okay what else do we have to know here what's another example Yeah. So another one is the base word adjust, the verb adjust, which means to change the position of something. Mm -hmm. We can add re to this one, right, Lindsay? Yeah. So readjust, right? So they had to readjust the budget once material costs increased. Okay. Exactly. So this implies that they changed it 
once they adjusted it and then they had to readjust it, change it again because these material costs increased. So all of these verbs, you can see they follow that rule we shared with you that it's an action that can be completed and then repeated again later. The interesting thing about readjust is I feel like it wouldn't always be necessary. You know, you could say we adjusted it and then we adjusted it again or just we adjusted the numbers, we changed them. Whether it's the first time or the 12th time, it could almost be a little redundant readjust because re means the same thing as adjust means change. You know what I mean? Mm, interesting. This is an interesting one where because adjust means change, yeah, you don't really change. have to say that you're doing right. it again. Yeah. We adjusted the numbers again, unless you want to emphasize like, okay, let's get yeah. these numbers right. Yeah. So we don't have to readjust them yeah. again and again. I could see it but both yeah, ways. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. it depends on what you want to emphasize. We don't want to readjust exactly. this or keep adjusting it. So interesting stuff. Okay, Aubrey, what else? We have another example, apply. What does this yes, mean? Yes, one more, right? We use this all the time at work. Apply means to, in this case, to make a formal request. There are more than one um, use of this verb, right? We also say apply makeup or apply material to something. But in this case, it's to request mm -hmm. like an application. Yeah. And then if we want to do it again, we reapply. Yeah. So for example, we plan to reapply for a federal grant this year. Uh, it means yeah. we applied last year, we were approved, we got this grant, and now we're going to reapply this year. Yeah. And if you say we plan to reapply for a federal grant again this year, that would also be redundant, but it would be okay. You know what I mean? I think it's okay. So sometimes we do that, right? We'll say again, if you yeah. have the re, you don't really need again, right? Yeah. We plan to reapply for a federal, federal grant, or you can say we plan to apply for a federal grant again. Exactly. Exactly. So grammar wise, Aubrey, what do we need to know about certain verbs that do not get re? Yeah, this is key, right? A lot of verbs can't be a completed action that we can repeat. Like we talked about learn and state of verbs we don't ever add re to. So state of verbs are like a state of being, you know, know, be, love, mm -hmm. believe. And then we have another type of verb which I wasn't as familiar with this verb until I, start, until I started looking at which verbs we can add re to. Mm -hmm. These are italic verbs. Have oh, you heard of italic no, verbs? I've never heard of this before. Interesting. New, right? <laughs> I know. So these are verbs that don't have a built-in end point. Huh. For example, dance, sing, change. Every time it's done is, some, is new, right? Okay. So even if you're doing a dance, you there's no built-in endpoint. Every time you do it is still going to be a little new and different. They call these italic verbs. Wow. Interesting. Okay. And the, the other type of verb, right, is telic without the A. So these are spelled a little strange. A-T-E-L-I-C, italic. Okay. And then the other ones, telic verbs, denote an event that does have an endpoint. For okay. example, rescue, right? Okay. So it's all about whether there is a clear end. And mm -hmm. you can see why this matters if we're saying you can only add re when there's a clear end, when an action can be completed there's so that it can end. be repeated. Okay, good. Uh, and what else, Aubrey? There's lots of uh, common there ones. A lot. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. or where we can't take off the re. Right. What, this is what's interesting. A lot of verbs that have the prefix re are just an existing verb oh, yeah. and re can't be removed. Like, for example, repeat. Right. Yeah. The, the word eat is not a verb that means to like say something one time and repeat. Nope. Right. Sometimes yeah. we have re as a prefix and it's just a verb that or it's not a prefix. It's just part of the verb. It's part it's of the verb or like recycle. Mm -hmm. We don't say cycle. 
and recycle. Nope. No, we don't say member when we say we say remember. There's no member. Exactly. There's remember, but that was not like you membered the first time and then you remembered. Nope. That doesn't make sense. That'd be hilarious. Or reply. There's no ply, right? It's just exactly reply. So yeah. So this is where this is tricky grammar. The re you cannot always just remove it from a base verb and expect that to make sense it's this will really help you keep it clear if you think about actions verbs that can be completed that you can add re to to say doing it again right repeating it but there are plenty of words in english that have re at the beginning that isn't even a prefix oh okay anything else i feel like there's a lot of asterisks here in this episode right yes like more things (laughs) to know yes (laughs) one last one right um that for some verbs when the prefix re re is added the meaning changes from the base verb so for example remove is that the opposite of move, Lindsay? <laughs> Remove is the opposite. No. Right. Or it doesn't mean to move again, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's just a little more nuanced than that, right? Yeah, it's tricky. So there are verbs that start with re where it's not just a prefix added. That means to do it again, right? Yes. Move, Return. of course, to move something. It does not mean do that again. To remove right. means to take something away. It's so this is another connected. tricky thing yeah. about re. Yeah, the meanings are, un- are disconnected. Are right, right. Return. It's not the opposite of turn. It's not turning again. (laughs) Exactly, right? Return either is give back or go back. It's not turning again. And represent is not presenting something again. It's It's just another word. It's a different exactly. word. Exactly. Represent is a totally different verb. So this is why you can see how language learners could get really thrown off by this prefix because there are so many, there's not really a clear rule. You can't say, oh, every time I see a verb begin with re, R-E, that means it's doing that again. No, unfortunately, English breaks its own rules all the time. Sometimes things aren't as cut and dry as you'd like them to be. I know. I thought in this episode, we're going to have a clean answer right a clear (laughs) rule and it's this is one of those ones where it unfolds and you realize it's more complicated than you thought because i also just would throw in a slang right i I hear the word re-up right for example renewing a contract right so Mm. an example from the dictionary here i'm not likely to re-up with this phone company right that's the worst Mm. our phone company contracts right that's one that maybe is more slangy that we might yeah hear. for yeah. sure right mm-hmm. and if you're speaking more formally you might say i'm not going to renew my contract renew. with this company but right. we often would say re-up instead but it's but it's not the same situation right because up we wouldn't say did you up with your phone company right you're gonna up again <laughs> no that doesn't make sense <laughs> not a thing no so it is complex here guys this is fun though we, we can have a sense of humor about it and then we can listen to native speakers and pick up what we what we hear Right. We Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, let's do a role play here. Yes. And then I do think we have a pretty clear takeaway as far okay. as which verbs you can add re to with confidence. All right, let's <laughs> do it. Here we go. So we are colleagues and we're chatting before the beginning of a meeting. Very common situation for our business. Right. For sure. Yeah. I'll start us out. I had to redo these slides this morning. So hopefully my presentation isn't confusing. Oh, yeah. Why do you revamp it? The CFO asked me to add a bunch of info. I was able to reuse most of my slides, though. I'm sure you'll do great. That's tricky to reimagine a presentation last minute. Ooh, reimagine is a very um, in-style word right now. 
right? That's true. It's yes. true. Let's go through these. We used a bunch. I first said I had to redo these slides. And this is where we have this verb that is a completed action. I did something, right? Mm -hmm. I made these slides and then I had to do it again to redo the slides. Exactly. And then I asked you, oh yeah, why did you revamp it? I've always liked this word. It just feels fresh. Revamp something, right? But we, I do too. This, is, this kind of falls into that weird category. We don't say vamp. <laughs> exactly. This is one of those that even though it starts with re, it doesn't mean vamping again. Right. Vamp <laughs> is not a word. Not a word. Not a word. <laughs> that I'm aware of. That's why we have to be careful here. Yeah. And then you said the CFO asked me to add a bunch of info. I was able to reuse most of my slides. And this is one where you can split them and it does, it's more true to the actual meaning here for today, right? Exactly. Use is an action that can be completed, it's finished, and then you do it again. So you can reuse these slides. Yes. And then I said, I'm sure you'll do great. That's tricky to reimagine a presentation last minute. Yeah. And that one follows the same rule, doesn't it? That exactly. Mm -hmm. This is interesting where you, you definitely can imagine something and see that as a completed action, right? Yes. I imagined that happening. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can do that again. You can reimagine this presentation. We do use this often, like you said, Lindsay, to be creative about the way we're thinking about something. Yeah, I heard this word come, maybe not even now, but around the time of the pandemic, 2020, 2021, mm. I heard this coming out in the news a lot around scheduling, like reimagining work, work from home. And now companies are trying to figure out, a lot of companies are calling from what I've read, calling employees back into the office, but mm. they're almost having to put together a hybrid schedule. So they're trying to reimagine what would a hybrid schedule look like? Not all remote, not all in the office, but what would it look like to reimagine how we work, right? Very yeah, that's happening work. a lot, right? As we adjust after COVID and figure out this new working world, we have to reimagine the way things are going to work for different employees. Totally. So if you read like The Economist, New York Times, The Harvard Business Review, you'll hear a lot of this talking about how business evolves, right? Mm -hmm. Interesting. So as far as using this at work, we want you guys to be confident knowing when you can use re before a verb, right? I loved this question. I immediately thought of business English because that's when stakes are a little bit higher. Yes. If you're planning a presentation, if you're planning a meeting, you come across a verb and you're not quite sure, you have to think about the meaning of that action verb. Is it an action that can be completed and then done again? And the example our listener gave us of learn is one of those tricky ones. You're like, Hmm. Okay. Okay. I can see that this is not something that's really a completed action. Yeah. So I wouldn't say relearn. I would say mm. continue learning. Yeah. There's really nuance here, right? But it does apply really nicely to business because that's what business is, is just always kind of doing things again and improving the next time, pivoting, making it better, improving your product, right? So it fits, Aubrey. I like it. It's good stuff. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and now you guys have the tips you need to confidently know that you're using this prefix re correctly. Absolutely. Yeah, good stuff. All right, Aubrey, thanks for hanging out. And guys, don't forget, hit follow on this Business English podcast for more episodes that apply directly to the business world and your performance at work. Right. Awesome. Sweet. I'll see you next time, Lindsay. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? 
don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.